two wizards. Two wizards? Two wizards. Two wizards. Um, trying to get a diplomatic victory with uh, Montezuma. Ooh. And you are... I got to 18 points. 18 out of 20. Mm. I did not declare war on anybody. I only expanded through, like, Eleanor of Aquitaine rules of, like, you know, you reduce loyalty and then take over the, um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, the, free the city, city after it rebels. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there was, like, three turns left in this... Um, it was some, you know, world event, you know, you you compete for the great people. And I was going to win that, and that was going to be it. And then, wouldn't you know it, I won with culture, and I was so pissed off. Isn't that right? Like, well, and especially, I, I don't know if you are necessarily trying to, like, do the achievement hunting uh, and, like, try and do stuff like that. But that's also the worst, too, when you're when you're going for one of the niche, like, yeah, win a, win a diplomatic victory um, as... Alexander the Great and be suzerain of eight city states or whatever. It's this very niche <laughs> yeah. thing, and you've invested all this time and energy into it. And then, whoops, culture victory. Um, yeah, it's oh, super annoying <laughs> when that happens. <laughs> we are the champions, is get a religious victory with Zoroastrianism Ooh. as your religion. And then you uh, also need to have a Zanzibar as your suzerain. <laughs> and it's just like, what are you. And I've gotten it. I got it at some point, and it was a bitch to get. But, mm-hmm. oh, man, there's some of them, too, and it's like, you need to do, what is it? You need to conquer a rope. You need to do the moon landing event while in a conquered Roman city where you built the spaceport, and you need to be Egypt. Right, yeah, there's just some ridiculous, like... <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I started to do that um, playing Civ Five. Because it was, I, you know, put a thousand hours into it and I was like, okay, I, I can knock out some of these achievements. But like, A, at least on Steam, there's like, I don't know, there's like 400 achievements. There's something stupid like that. Oh my God. Just because, I mean, there, there's a base game and then, right, all the expansions, they had expansions that added new stuff. And um, and then, yeah, it, some of them were just so ridiculous. I was like, no, this is dumb. I'm not deriving any joy from this. Um, so I'll go play Team Fortress 2 <laughs> instead. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so I, well, and, and also we were just talking before, I am, I'm on the precipice, Mark, uh, because uh, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom comes out, actually, yeah, I think a little more than a week uh, by the time this episode gets published, and boy, howdy, video <laughs> games, video games. <laughs> the sequel to Jedi, what is it, Fallen Order, it comes out within, I want to say, it's same timeline as yours. Um Oh yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah, warmed and... up. I, I'm with you, buddy. Video games. I don't want to do work. I don't want to be a wizard. I don't want to be here. Yeah. I want to be video gaming, dog. <laughs> like, man, I'm not setting up these chairs for this wizardly yeah. conference of bullshit this time. I'm playing video games. I'm just taking a break, man. We'll we'll set up the chairs later, and then and then this, well, now is the other thing too, because I forget what episode it was, but. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I'm on record saying, like, nah, it'll be perfect. I'll finish my dissertation in April. Zelda will come out in May. And I'll be in like Flint. It'll be fine. It's like, oh, the <laughs> the best laid plans of mice and grad students. Uh, off gang angly. 
<laughs> I think it was Giant Birds, and you're like, yeah, this Zelda game comes it. out in April, and I'm just going to quit the damn show for a couple months, and I'm like, right, yeah, that was all right, yeah. well, we can do two wizards minus one wizard plus a sorcerer from a different show or something, we'll, <laughs> right, we'll be okay, yeah. and I can, I guess I can do two podcasts a week with Johnny, that won't be... Yeah, weird that's, until that's you manageable. and i'll just you know kind of put the caveat on you look you got a month or you're fired so you gotta hammer this out and by the way you're streaming it on our new twitch stream so get after it good buddy like, yeah, yeah. We, could, yeah. we could yeah well it, and, and yeah again it's 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 that you know uh uh eyes on the stars feet on the ground just kind of trudging trudging along but then there's also a part of me wondering, like, man, wouldn't it be nice to do both of those things? If only, if only there was some way that, like, I could recruit some some other some other entity, some sort of being. If I could like harness the power of that other thing, and say, hey, hey, little, hey, little, uh, 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 spiritual. Uh, uh, I, I'm trying to think of synonyms for demons, but I'm just gonna have to say, <laughs> yeah. why don't? Why don't you write this dissertation and I'll play video games? And then, like, the robot devil pops up and says, Excellent! <laughs> if only, man, if only there was some sort of bargaining that I could do with some sort of, some sort of creature from, from the beyond the, to do all my work so I could play. But then, oh no, uh, irony of ironies, cruelest of fates. Um, my, my, my dissertation was supposed to be in Chicago formatting, but now it's in APA. It'll take me forever to redo it. No. <laughs> it's it's still your voice, but it's through, like, it's your research through my, like, the way that I write podcast outlines. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, writing jokes, but you're like, this sounds a lot like when Mark's talking. This uh, section of Heracles is what? That's right, Stratos, a fragment. <laughs> yeah. or it'll be half a paragraph and it'll be like oh shit wait up and then it'll be just like a couple of blank pages and it's like alright found found my notes again uh. <laughs> where the fuck am I okay there we go my bad okay, here we go. Sorry, sorry dude just cut this all out um. <laughs> before I move on to my next point I have an update to my yes yeah to my <laughs> academics mug yeah, here we go. Academic mug. Oh boy. Well, hey, buddy. This Newman's is... blue mug. Yeah. <laughs> there we are. There we are. Well, I think. I mean, that was sort of a tie-in. I guess that'll count. But we'll 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 go ahead and get started for third reels here. Uh, hello, listeners. Great to have you with us once more. Welcome to the poo. To, yeah, oh my God. Welcome to the poo twizzards. We can keep that in. <laughs> That shows my mental state. That, that that just oh man, I totally oh boy, I I really I don't know what I, that even was. But welcome to the podcast, the Two Wizards podcast. That is, if you want to go to the Poo Twizards, uh, no judgment, no kink shaming, but maybe you downloaded the wrong thing. Uh, but anyway, my name is Josh, and I am a wizard. And my name is Mark, and I am a wizard. And yeah, guys, welcome back here. We are once again at the Two Wizards podcast. Um, I'm just kidding. I don't mind sitting at the chairs for this, like, what, wizardly conclave. It's cool. I, yeah. I don't mind yeah. sitting at the chairs this time, you know. Right. But but so, so long as that's the last time. And, and who knows? Who knows? Maybe maybe that's it. Again, 
it'd be it'd be nice if if we could offload our work if we could if we could have some other some other little thing do all this stuff for us and then we could do what we want what we enjoy doing which is being wizards and talking about silly things and also drinking silly things out of our wizards cups so mark what do we have this this week all right, how do you do this? You mm-hmm. have your own little helper that you can summon to go get you, you know, whatever is your wizard's cup, chalice, mm-hmm. right on, goblet. Um, I don't, and I always give my Mrs. Wizard shit like, hey, you know, Josh's Mrs. Wizard gives him a six-pack <laughs> and all this shit. Um, <laughs> and so I was joking with her. I was like, you know, you could just go build me a six-pack, and th- you can't. There's no one where down here to do that. Mm-hmm. Um but my mind was kind of in the, you know, the when you do a fighting video game, sometimes you hit that randomizer. And when you do it, you don't know what character oh, yeah. you're going to get. Mm-hmm. So all mm-hmm. that is to say, I was 90% sure that I hadn't had any of these before. And now I'm 90% sure that I've had all of these before. But I have a, a selection at a left-hand brewing. Oh, um, nice. In no particular order, I have Peanut Butter Milk Stout, wow, Wookbait same. IPA, and St. Vrain Triple Ale. And I think I'm going to start with the St. Vrain. It's a 9.3. Mm, and ooh, yeah. yeah, if we start out strong, the best offense is a good high ABV, right? Yeah, that yeah. that makes as much sense sense to me. Yeah, if you if you just one-shot everything, then yeah, you're good to go. Uh, but yes, as you also uh, astutely mentioned, because this always happens to you. Uh, yeah, my Mrs. Wizard went out. Uh, got a little some some. We're we're both trying to cut back a little bit. Um, and, and I know I was kind of on the ranch water train for a bit. Maybe that train has left station and I'm still hanging out there on the platform. I don't know. Maybe I'll catch the next one. Maybe I'll go on a different adventure. But for right now, at least, uh, I have from uh, Heart State Brewing Company here in Ohio, because apparently that's a Heart State uh, in Gahanna. That's just east of us. I have their Sona American Wheat uh, beer. Okay. So, a vibrant citrusy ale that pairs perfectly with all of your beautiful vibrancy. Okay, that's really n- neat, but you start off with vibrant and then you ended with vibrancy. You can't, yeah, you can't double vibrant. That's Yeah, you can't, come on, come on, guys. That's like, that's like sending out, that's like building a Pokemon team and you have like two Gyaradoses. It's like, well, I mean, yeah, you could do that, but they're both just going to get one shot by my thunder. So, you know, you, you got to mix it up here. You got to have some variety. You have to have some like team composition, some team balance. You know, can't just be yeah. whoops all Gyaradoses. <laughs> or you could, I don't know. Uh, balance in all thing and nothing to no Gyarados to excess. Yeah, no, no, no Gyarados to excess. Exactly. So, and on that note, good sir, here's on. Cheers, good buddy. All right. Oh yeah, that is nice. So, all right, uh, Heart State, your little, your little one sentence kind of descriptor was kind of lame, but that's a good beer. That's a good beer. Good. Um. Okay. So I, I know, and maybe that's part of the two mark. I, I was also telling you, like, even though I'm not quite as bound to the academic calendar, uh, it was apparently finals week. Everybody finished up. And so I don't know. Maybe I have some of that goofiness in my in 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 my head. Something like that's in the air. I don't know. But uh, but I am very much looking forward to this episode because um, it's because it's a callback and it's a follow up on one that we did. And again, I meant to look this up. That was that was last year. 
it yeah, was about Kombat. a year ago this time. It was about a year ago this time. Um, where, yeah, we picked a variety of saints and holy people and had them do righteous combat. <laughs> yeah, our Immortal Combat episode one. And so we're following up now with episode two, which I think is brilliant. And there's a couple reasons. Not only be uh, because of that uh, first go around of Immortal Combat, we're doing this, but Mark, we're also doing this because we're recording on a very special day. And what day is that? Yes, uh, you and I are recording this on the last day of April, making it Walpurgis Noct and or May Eve. Which is, which is yes, when the veil between the worlds gets lifted and... Um, and, I, and I was trying to explain this to, to the Mrs. Wizard. It's it's like, yeah, it's it's like the the so if Halloween is one bookend, while Pergus knocked is the other bookend, because because they're they're six months apart. It's you know half of yeah. the year, and it is. It's where the spirits can kind of intermingle. Uh, there's all sorts of and yes, Halloween gets all the cool stuff. Uh, I guess there's the Maypole. Maybe you could count that, but by comparison, it's kind but of... But Maypole's kind of cool. Maypole, so yeah. the, just the same way that Halloween is ooky spooky in its origins, um, so is May Day. Like, it's the first, like, day, quote-unquote, of spring. But um, America was pretty... They were kind of occulty with it. Like, they were doing a lot of mm-hmm. pagan, like, fertility rituals without even knowing they were doing it. The Maypole dance was one of them. And your grandparents probably did it, like... And that is yeah. its own kind of fertility, right? That's a super cool thing that just mm-hmm. kind of carried over. Yeah, no, no, totally. I uh, I think I was in like, I don't know, like first grade PE class. It was like, all right, kids, let's let's do our like Maypole thing. And we did. They like had the, had the, had something in the gym uh, and everybody had their ribbon. And so you'd, you'd like boys would walk one way and girls would walk the other way and then you would you would raise your ribbon up and then you lower your ribbon or you duck in like beto- under the other person's and you made this cute like like gorgeously braided thing if you were following directions and did it right and then yeah i think people kind of like maybe still had some lingering satanic panic they're like wait it's 1992 we can't do that anymore ban the maypole dance no more get that get that maypole out of my kids kids school um so darn it I guess I guess kids now won't won't have that won't have that quite as much, but um, <laughs> poor. But you poor know that's kids, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, or or maybe not. Maybe we can bring that back. Bring it back. Um, maybe because that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we are so. But we are tackling this a couple different ways. So we are doing more more kind of demony and uh, devilish uh, kind of kind of immortal combatants this time around um and we and we're also kind of mixing up the video game genres because we we were doing more per its title more kind of mortal combat the first time around uh but this one i again i think we both got really giddy about how we're doing this second round of immortal combat with the more kind of demon demonological kind of stuff uh and we drafted our own pokemon teams kind of uh I I picked six demons that I want to uh that that I want to be my champions. Mark picked six of his and I think we're just kind of go through go through our our roster there and yep. sort of talk about them, maybe talk about what, what what their types are, maybe even get into some of their like uh move set. Um 
but also because, and go back and listen to our Pokemon Loose Robes episode, because I'm still in a weird, like, primarily Gen 1, and then dabbled a little bit in Gen 4, and then kind of 7, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, that was Moon, right? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, it was Moon. Yeah, yeah. Sun and Ultra Moon. Yeah. Yes. Where I was like, wait, they can <laughs> We're going to make a team, and we're going to battle, and we're going to tweet at yeah, each other like it's a civil war, and... <laughs> <laughs> that I think we did what a week maybe. And, yeah, it was something. We was both something did like something else. <laughs> <laughs> so Mark definitely has a, a much wider wealth of yeah, sort of like understanding of Pokemon mechanics to to draw upon. I did my cute little thing, but I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see which ones we we kind of came up with. And then I don't know. Maybe we'll do something. Maybe maybe we can find like analogous Pokemon and like have them battle it out and see and see who has the better uh poke demon team i guess yeah yeah <laughs> um did you take yours out of the where did you get yours from i guess what so, was your demonic source so i so i used a couple of different ones um uh let's see here so i i i also got strictly speaking out of those uh Poke Demon Dexes. Po- Poke D D D Dexes? I don't know how that would work. Demondexes. Um, Demondexes? <laughs> um, so there were some that, again, I, I drew from a variety of sources, but one that I did uh, consult a little bit uh, was the Pseudo Monarchia Daimonum of uh, Johan uh, Weyer. Oh, cool. Okay. Dutch guy. Uh but I only got, I think, one run from there. And then some others I pulled from. I was also kind of doing like a more global perspective as well. So I got some, I got some, uh, yeah, kind of like Arabic. I uh, got some Greek. Um, got some got some Mesopotamian. So, so I'm, I'm kind of picking and choosing a whole bunch of different ones. Oh, here. wow. Okay, cool. But, I took um, all of mine out of the Lesser Key of Solomon. Oh, okay. All right. So this will be cool. Like, you're broad and I am specific. I guess I am Gen 1 asshole and you are the asshole who picks and chooses his (laughs) team over six generations. You're not the asshole, but, like, that's what I do now. When I start a new Pokemon game, um, I try – I just get on the, um, you know, the the mystery trade and Mm -hmm. I'll just trade until I get six random Pokemon in the team and just play like that. But it's kind of yeah. cool because they come across from different generations and different regions, and that's what you're doing. Um, yeah. yeah. Really I th- quick, I, I worked up a... Oh, sorry, what's up? Oh, no. No, that was all. Oh, okay. Um, really quick, I worked up a little bit on the Lesser Key of Solomon, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah, please. Yeah, because being two wizards, this is an actual magical text. Like, this is a magical textbook. I am holding a copy of it in my hand. Like, this is a oh, thing shoot. that you can do. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so the Lesser Key of Solomon or the Goetia, the Book of Evil Spirits, uh, Leg, oh, here we go, Lemagaton, Clavicle, Salamonis, Regis, is the Pokedex of Abrahamic demons. It was written down by that King Solomon as he systematically sealed 72 demons into a bronze vessel or demonic Pokeball. <laughs> Which again, yeah, like that's that's kind of what this all is. That's kind of what this all is. Like, yeah, like, in its own way, I was I was reading that bit. And I'm like, son of a bitch! Like it was just the one pot. He kind of like did Pandora's box, but like, right, different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also where we get this uh, inspiration of the story of binding genies into magical lamps. 
This okay. is specific uh, binding magic. Um, each demon has all of its names listed, its description, as well as like what it manifests as in any other forms that it might take. And it is also given its own seal. By knowing all the demon's names and its seal, you then control that demon. Mm, okay. um, and real quick, this is just a little bit of the nine-paragraph-long invocation. <laughs> I do invocate and conjure thee, O spirit, name it, and being with the power arm by supreme majesty, I do strongly command thee by name of God, name of God, name of God, and another name of God, by the most powerful prince, genie, lackaday, and ministries of the Tartarian abode, and by the chief prince of the seat of Apologia of the Ninth Legion, I do invoke thee, and by invoking conjure thee. Uh, it goes on like that. You name a lot of God's names, and then you get into some legal jargon about how I do command thee to be heard by the elements are overthrown, the air is she say sh the hmm. The air is shaken, and the sea runneth back. The fire is quenched, and the earth tremble, and all the hosts of celestials, ter terrestrials, and infernals do tremble together, and are troubled and confounded. Wherefore comest thou, spirit? Forthwith, and without delay. So, you... That's a little bit more to say than... Rapidash, I choose you. Okay, yeah, no. That, yeah, it, yeah, it's... I, I mean, we've sort of talked about in other episodes uh, how anime... Uh, yeah, it can kind of get padded out. And so, yeah, if that was the entire thing, you had to say that the whole time. Man, you saved so much money on animation. Just reuse those, just reuse that same that same clip over and over again. Uh. <laughs> Speaking of anime speeches, here's the Dio Brando speech. <clears throat> this is, so this is after you have um, called out the demon, you have named the demon by name and holding the Pentacle of Solomon. You, mm -hmm. you know, bind it into the circle. Gotcha. Um, this is the address unto the spirit upon his coming. Behold thy confusion, thou refusest to be obedient. Behold the pen pentacle of Solomon, which I have brought here before thy presence. Behold the presence of the exorcist in the midst of the exorcism. He who is armed by God and without fear. I don't know how Dio sounds. It sounded more like Dio in my head. <laughs> no, I mean, that. yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> um, finally, then after the spirit is there, you got to be cool. And you have the welcoming of the spirit. So, welcome, spirit named, O most noble king, or kings, if you're getting ambitious and summoning multiple demons. Mm. I say thou art welcome unto me, because I have called thee through him who created heaven, earth, and hell, and all that in them is contained, and because also that hast obeyed. By that same power by which I have called thee forth, I bind thee, that thou remain affably and visibly here by this circle. So constant and so long as I shall have occasion for thy presence, and do not depart without my license until thou hast duly, faithfully performed my will without any falsity. Then once the demon has done what you want it to, you tell it, or you give it the license to depart. O thou spirit, because thou hast diligently answered my demands, and hast been ready to go and come at my call, I do here license thee to depart upon thy proper place without causing harm or danger upon man or beast depart them I, then i say and thou be ready to come at my call being duly exercised and conjured by the sacred rites of magic that's how you summon a demon josh i glossed over a lot of shit but that's how you do it according to lesser key of solomon hmm. um now i listeners you might have perked up maybe you didn't but this was translated or this edition that i'm reading is the uh, mcgregor mathers and alistair crowley edition 
Um, we know Aleister Crowley. We don't know him, but we love him. He's my favorite wizard in the whole wide world. And he looked at this type of demon work or demonology and like summoning work as the spirits of Goetia are portions. And this is Crowley, so I guess I got to give him a fat guy British voice. The spirits of the Goetia are portions of the human brain. Their seals therefore represent methods of stimulating or regulating those particular spots. The names of God are vibrations calculated to establish general control of the brain, control over the brain in detail, and control over one special portion. So, we've talked a little bit before, a long, long time ago, about how Thelema, the Thelemic system is essentially chaos magic, and you can ascribe whatever meaning you want to whatever meaning you want. So, maybe I'm having a bad day... Okay, Josh, so let's say that you and I get into a battle of the bands, right? And we know nothing at all about, you know, music. Well, that's okay, because I can, you know, use my Thelemic Chaos Magic to summon the idea of Amudeus, who will give, who will impart all manner of musical instruments to be heard unto man. So, you know, you make a deal with the devil, he chops off your hands, gives you Bender's hands, and you're the best <laughs> holophoner player in the world. Crowley just looked at this as a way to... Instead of actually summoning a demon, it's you looking at, like, what do these things represent to me? What do they mean? How do I use this to affect my current situation? Um, Perception plus ritual, this dictates your reality. What do these demons do to dictate my reality? Yeah, sorry, that was a ton of crap. No, no, no. No, it's great because you you are the Professor Oak of this uh, Poké-Demon landscape. And I, I guess we sort of glossed over the... Are you a boy or girl thing? But but you are you are, you are, you are you are laying out this 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 wide wonderful world of demonology and conjuring and and uh, and all that too. So so no yeah it, like any good prologue um, uh, to a game you know yeah you're you're world building you're talking about all the stuff you're you've 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 given us our first um, yeah like dozen or so uh, uh, bronze orbs and. Uh, piles of salt and candles so that we can go off and have this adventure. <laughs> um, Are you a boy or a girl? Or do you transcend all reality and time? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're the eternal Azazel. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. um, well, and also just, just very quickly, because I did, I, I, I'm doing later sort of things, but but I can at least kind of shout out a little bit... Um, so yeah, I uh, took a little bit from the pseudo-monarchia daimonum, uh, a.k.a. the false monarchy of demons, uh, which appears as an appendix to the uh, Prestigious daimonum, a.k.a. on the tricks of, of demons, uh, by this same uh, John Weyer, Johann uh, Weyer, however it is, um, and... This is from about 1577. Um, so it's way back in the day. Yeah, much like the Lesser Key of Solomon um, contains a list of demons. I think I think it's pretty much the same, except the key of the, the Lesser Key of Solomon has 72, and this one only has 69. Nice. Nice. But uh, so yeah, I took I think just one from here, but but that's also me citing my sources. Um right on. but uh uh yeah so i don't know man i i'm excited so here we go we we've uh we're walking along through the forest and we make eye contact with each other and then one of us walks over and says i love wearing shorts they're so comfy 
and then um except it's this is like demon pokemon so it's i like wearing the skins of my enemies they're so comfy right exactly okay so um throwing out my first poke demon ball uh i am sending out a sag the galu uh uh a sag is a specific named type of this demon uh, from Babylonian mythology known as a galu. Uh, and galu, uh, no, no food, no drink. They eat no flower offerings. They drink no libations. They never enjoy the pleasure of marital embrace. Never have any sweet children to kiss, apparently, uh, in ancient sources. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, these, these entities, these demons were all over the place. Uh, and this one in particular, uh, Asag, uh, was a really nasty one. He was apparently, quote, so hideous that his presence made fish boil alive in rivers, end quote. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. I like that. I'm in. That's pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Um, so even though, and I still haven't quite wrapped my head around this. So uh, apparently, although Galu don't have any sweet children to kiss they can apparently create other minor demons that aren't their kids but asag uh wherever he roamed uh uh he was accompanied by these rock demons which he uh sired from mountains so apparently he would get busy with mountains and then a new little rock demon would pop out and go meh, 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 um and kind of <laughs> pal around with him um, knowing, knowing this, uh, the Akkadian deity Ninurta, uh, was able to defeat Asag, the Galu, using his magical enchanted talking mace, uh, named Sharur. That leads me to believe, uh, that Asag, the Galu, is probably a rock and fire type Pokemon, uh, with a weakness mm-hmm. to steel. Because if, you know, if there's this, like, iron mace that you get bashed with, that's how that's how you get one-hit KO'd. Um, but that's my, I, I, I guess that's my first one that I'm sending out here, is Asag the Galu. <laughs> right on. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. Um, I'm, I've been trying to make a joke about what do you get with, like, when, what kind of, like, porn does this guy jack off to? Well, it's erotica, <laughs> but it's orogenic erotica. <laughs> And I just, I can't, if I were smarter or cleverer, I could maybe get there, but I just, I can't. Maybe I will also summon another demon to help me write that joke. <laughs> I call ye forth Jerry Seinfeld and bind ye by the name <laughs> of Larry David, yeah. <laughs> thy eternal master and God. <laughs> what is the deal with thee? I bind thee yeah. by the four winds. <laughs> <laughs> No, my first one isn't Jerry Seinfeld. My first one is Samagina. I think that's mm-hmm. how you say it. Or mm-hmm. Samagina. I'm going to say Gina because I don't sure. giggle that way. Samagina <laughs> is a great marquee of hell. He looks like a little horse and then changes up into the shape of a man at his master's command. Mm-hmm. He rules 30 legions of demons. A legion is 5,000 demons, so he rules uh, 150,000 demons. Nice. He teaches all liberal science. 
He can also summon the souls of drowned men. And oh, I no. look at him as like a psychic horror centaur based upon like all the uh, liberal sciences that he learned. He got that big psychic brain. Mm-hmm. But maybe also, Josh, he's a horse that summons the spirits of drowned men. <laughs> he's a Kelpie. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he's a Kelpie. Yeah. Which <laughs> Abrahamic demon appearing pre like. I don't know the timeline between, like, proto-Celtic mythology versus Abrahamic mythology, but, like, I can promise you they didn't intersect at any point, and here you have a horse, uh, typically described as a black horse, that has the power to summon drowned men versus a black horse that carries men off to be drowned. I think it's super cool. Yeah, no, I think that totally is. Um, And it's also super cool because without even knowing, yeah, I think you picked the perfect one because if... uh, Samagina can, yeah, like summon drowned men. That strikes me as a water type move, and I'm fire and rock, so I think that very that's that is super super effective against Asag the Galu. So yeah, he's probably gonna go down in one hit. Um. <laughs> no, it's because I, I figure if you're rock steel, you gotta at least have uh, sturdy. So I, per, perhaps, and then this is again where my Gen One knowledge is like, oh no, I guess I'm just shit out of luck. But <laughs> so what? You got sturdy. I mean, rock slide. That's a given. Probably earthquake. That's a given. Mm-hmm. Um, steel. I would say mirror coat. Like mm. you know, reflect all the um, special attack. Well, and I'm, and I'm and I'm thinking too. Right, if if he has the power to to boil fish alive. Um, in rivers, yeah, some sort of, I don't know, like a fire blast or something, something like that. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But I think all, but, but I think all that's going to be for naught because, um, yeah, if you're a horse that's, that's very speedy and fast, you have a high, uh, e- e- evasion anyway. Um, yeah, I think you're just going to run circles around me and then these like drowned, uh, <laughs> men are just going to like splash on, well, not splash because splash doesn't do anything. They're gonna water gun me, uh, <laughs> and then that, and then that's it. Down he goes. <laughs> oh, and hey, listeners, I know what Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne is. I can hear three of you imaginary ones in my head screaming it. I just never played it, so I don't yeah. have any reference for it. But apparently, no, there's a game, Josh, called Shin, Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne, where you right. do this. It's Pokemon with demons. It's part of the Persona series, I guess. And yeah, it was I on PlayStation someone, 2 and really good, and I never got to play it. I had somebody, I don't know, like 20 years ago. Yeah, or, or no, that, that, I think that would have been too too late. Yeah, but, but like 15 years ago, like just coming out of undergrad, like, oh, Josh, you should really try the try this give video game series. And I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. And then right, kind of like you, just never, just never got around to it. But um, yeah, I know, I get it. We're doing the thing. We're doing the thing. Um <laughs> Uh, well, I guess, yeah, since my guy got one... Oh, shit, one... you can get it for Switch for 25 bucks. Josh, I know what I'm doing tonight. Oh, okay, there you go. Giddy yeah. up. <laughs> Sorry, up. I totally cut you off there. Oh, no, 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 you're I'll fine. Uh, well, I guess for my for my second uh, demon here, uh, I'm going to have to call out a Marid, which is a powerful devil in uh, various Islamic traditions. So the name Marid derives from a word that means rebellious... And uh, these are, quote, an evil genie of the most powerful class, end quote, according to Edward William Lane's 19th century Arabic-English lexicon. So if Edward 
W. Lane has anything to say. If if he's uh, Professor Lane, I guess, uh, in in the next game, in the next region, these Marids are, yeah, the, the most powerful evil genies. Amira El-Zane describes them as trying to be able to predict the future uh, by flying up to heaven and spying on angels. So uh, clearly a flying type here that we're dealing with. And I would also say maybe, maybe psychic, if they're also trying to like read, read the minds of these uh, angels, try to see what's going on. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to mix it up here, going to do a completely different type. So this is a flying psychic type. That's what I'm going with. Um, but I think I'm also in for a little bit of trouble. I don't think my trainer badges are uh, high enough because these things are just very tricky to control. <laughs> hmm. um, there's apparently a a bit of literature, uh, a romance called the Surat Saif bin Deeds Yazan, which tells the story of the semi-legendary king Abu Mura Saif bin Di Yazan al-Himyari, who encountered a Marid. Um, oh. And so in this in this account, uh, uh, Saif came across one of these guys and uh, demanded that it take him, that it lead him to King Solomon's treasure, to his to to, to his treasure hoard. Um, but the thing is, is this demon, this Marid, did the exact opposite as was commanded. So instead of going east, he took him west, or something mm. like that. Um, okay. And a lot of times, uh, Marids are uh, kind of thought to be the same as another sort of Islamic uh, demon, an Ifrit. Um, and they are they, they, they do have some similarities, um, but Ifrits are apparently more cunning and more deceitful, and Marids are more easily tricked. So, even though my, like, I, I, I haven't beaten enough... Um, gyms and like gotten the badges to like reach the like like yeah like i'm i'm here i am rocking like a lowly boulder badge and i have a, a level 50 marid on my team that will refuse to listen to my commands and is just loafing around or is doing a different move i gotta figure it out it's easy i just tell them <laughs> the thing i don't want them to do i'll say don't use psybeam he's like oh well screw you i'll use psybeam <laughs> And then I just get around, I just get around that, that whole loophole there, you know, like, okay, it doesn't matter that he's way over leveled. Um, I'll just tell him to do the opposite and then problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you are a bit of an afreet yourself there, buddy. It could, may, may be, mayhaps, mayhaps. <laughs> um, can I be that nerd really quick? Oh yeah, please. Um, I want to say it is, I don't remember where I read it, but it's, there is the idea in Islam, I want to say, that Satan is supposed to be an Afrit. If you were to classify yes. Satan as a type of thing, mm -hmm. um, he talks about traveling on the wind, and he also talks about he can whisk Jesus around when he takes him up to the top of that mountain. Like, I know that Islam doesn't, like, talk a lot about Jesus, but that's, like, one of the explanations mm -hmm. they give to, like... Because they still talk about him, but not right, about him. yeah. yeah but yeah, that yeah, little bit there, improv, and they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, Satan is a lesser Christian demon. He's an Afrit. That's what he mm -hmm. does. He travels about the world on the wind. I think it's kind of cool. 
Yeah, I, I'm I am ninety two percent positive that yes, that that is the case. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so who is your who is your second? Who are you choosing now? I choose. Um, I summoned by whatever the four names he got. I, I I could never, I couldn't actually do this. There's so much, there's like a 16 step like method doing all yeah. this shit that like yeah. you've got to wink, 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 quote unquote, get right. And yeah, that's the point of magic is it's all repetition. And then like you learn mm-hmm. the shit, whatever. But like, man, I, you have been in shows with me. I can't always <laughs> even do lines right every time without adding something or something or yeah it's it's just its own thing but but i also think that's i also imagine that that is precisely the point is it is it's it's the repetition it's the getting the stuff down and it's through that discipline that, that you really discover the, the true power blah 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 or whatever but um but no <laughs> I for, summon for ye our... lilith hottest of the stepmom demons <laughs> oh god i said billeth i summoned the avatar of bill dotrieve the pantload demon oh no what have i done shit <laughs> shit but yes, I, I think we'll all kind of take that as Pat here. Um, so uh, yeah, but but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, I apologize. Uh, my next one is a guy named Orobas. I must have a thing for horses. Um, oh, I don't yes. know, but he is a great prince of hell. Also, that's the point of lesser key. Is these are all like the the upper echelons of the right. demons of hell. Yeah, like right, the right. seventy two big dogs. I think we kind of hit that already. Mm-hmm. Um, but he appears as a reverse centaur. So horse head and like horse head on the upper body. Bojack Horseman. He's Bojack Horseman. He's Bojack there it Horseman. Is. Yeah, there it is. That's awesome. <laughs> Just like Bojack, he speaks honestly on all things. Okay. Um, including the formation of the world and divinity. Ooh, man. Okay. So nice. I took the formation of the world as what, Josh? That's right geology how the world was made he's my geology Mm. horse because in every single pokemon team you need that one ground type that just spams earthquake Mm. apparently this demon is also amazingly loyal to its cast to its summoner until you dismiss him it is super loyal and i think that's just goddamn precious like that is or bass sweet guy yeah that is super cool sweet little earthquake spammy horse man yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll tell him. Probably well, also got some fighting moves or something. I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. he can kick with his human legs. It'll look really weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I don't know. I, I think I may have the better view in this matchup uh, because one, not only am I flying, so all of your ground attacks yeah. are worth not. Uh, but also, if if I'm saying these guys are psychic. Um, yeah, I'll just say like, "Hey, you, uh, don't use confuse." I was like, "Ah, piss on you! I'll use confuse." And then, yeah, so also if he's like a fighting guy, I don't know. Your Pokemon that is so strong you don't have enough badges still only knows confusion. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't treat it like psychic or psycho cut or anything. It's like, nah, confusion. All right, good. Now use string shot. Well, all right, finish it off with a harden. We got him, asshole. Yeah. Well, because I because I think that's just it. Is like all of the level ups where uh oh uh where they try to learn those those stronger moves and techniques i say like yeah go ahead and use Psybeam or like use whatever it says uh-uh and then it doesn't it doesn't do it so he is he, he's just stuck with just crappy yeah like low tier move set but 
but it makes it work, I guess. <laughs> I said you psychic. No. No. Ah. Marine, come well, on. Uh, uh. Come on. <laughs> Use future sight. No. No. <laughs> Just like stomping after him. Oh, man. <laughs> Remember when Key and Peel were a thing and good? <laughs> when it was before it devolved into screaming and sca- yeah, I, I remember. <laughs> Come on, just eat your pinup berry. No. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I said return. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> then they just stop and like stare at each other for thirty seconds. And then just kind of trots off again. He's a fucking rock type. He's going to murder you. No, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I use fly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, it's too good. Saint Rain might be stronger than I am. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, Oh, that's too good. Wizards will be right back after these messages. Thanks for listening to this production of High Hammock Studios and High Hammock Productions. If you like this show, you may want to check out some of our other podcasts, such as I Can't Wait to Show My Kids is a cinema podcast where Brad and Mark discuss when, if ever, it's appropriate to show their kids some of our beloved cinematic masterpieces. Like this movie, it's time to go berserker. That's a bit, um, the, the coroner, and I, I want to say it's Randall, no, it's Dante that says, you must get called out, or this must be the weirdest thing you've ever been called out on, and she goes, no, a couple months ago I got called out to a kid who broke his neck trying to suck his own dick, calling back to the conversation yeah. in the car about sucking your own dick. Yeah. Like, that's hilarious. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't care, like... Yeah, what does it say about me that, um... I found relief when that whole situation was resolved because I was very worried that Dante was going to have to clean up like shit spatter all over the bathroom <laughs> after that. After you let the customer use the the, the store bathroom, it says that, that you was my fear retail, the whole time. Dude. There, it says that you. <laughs> it says that those who escape hell do not speak of it. Once again, thanks for listening to High Hammock Studios and High Hammock Productions. And now back to two wizards. Oh, uh, before we move on, I have an update um, mm-hmm. on my randomizer of left-hand brewing beers. I got Wookbait IPA. It's a 6.0, uh, a kaleidoscope of Lotus, mm. Galaxy, um, Azaka Hops, uh, Revels, or no, Reveals, notes of mango, orange, cantaloupe, and peach. So I bet it tastes like an IPA with the slightly moldy fruit flavor that we all know and love, Josh. <laughs> we all know and love. Uh, well, I'm truly wishing you the best with that. And I just have I just have another Sona American Wheat from Heart State Brewing Company. Right on. Well, um, cheers, good buddy. Cheers, good buddy. Okay. Um, yeah, that's not bad at all. Are you are you too old now to where weeds give you heartburn? Because I drink a blue moon and I want to die. Speaking of hellmouth, ooh, <laughs> yeah. I I mean, this is my first of the season, so I guess we'll see how I feel in a few hours. But um, yeah, I don't know. Well, and, and I know I've mentioned this too that um, yeah, the Mrs. Wizard she 
she struggles with blue moon like it but but like not so much like um gastrointestinally but it just gives her wicked headaches and like any other wheat beer even any other unfiltered wheat beer it was like it's fine it's just something about blue moon some something about it just does not did not does, does not a- agree with her cranium um interesting but, yeah i don't know, I don't know. Huh. Hmm. well you know what does agree is hmm. more poke yes demon po- poke demon there it is yeah it's like there it is yeah it's, it's yeah. more poke caribbean demon. it's like poke demon oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, okay, so my, so my third, uh, my third team member here um, is a uh, Preta, or Preta, maybe. Um, and this is a hungry ghost that is found in all sorts of traditions uh, in Asia, uh, uh, in uh, Hinduism, Buddhism, Taoism, uh, and even just uh, kind of folk religions uh, in and around China. And so, uh, much like the... Uh, name suggests a preta, a preta, a hungry ghost is a hungry ghost. Uh, in a previous life, these were false or uh, corrupted or compulsive, uh, deceitful, jealous, and or greedy people uh, who have been transformed into into these creatures as a result of their next time around spinning that karma wheel. So they have they've been reincarnated. They have they have turned into these hungry ghosts. Uh, and as you might imagine, too, um, they are notable for their insatiable hunger. Uh, but it's usually for something really disgusting or gross or humiliating uh, that they feast on. Uh, oftentimes corpses or feces. They eat shit, literally. <laughs> um, but, but, but it could be anything. It's not, it's not limited just to, just to uh, dead bodies and shit. Um, but it's, but it's something that's, yeah, really like humiliating and demeaning and, um, whatever that may be. Um, they also apparently suffer from sort of strange visions or like impaired vision or hallucinations. So, um, if I'm standing next to a river and I see this river of flowing water and it looks fine, uh, if, if a Prita is standing next to me and looking at the same river, they're seeing... Again, like pus or mucus or waste flowing Ugh. through this river. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Uh, pretty pretty awful there. Um, they're apparently also super weak to temperature changes. Um, it's said that of Prita's, uh, the moon, just the moon, the moon scorches them in summer and the sun freezes them in winter. So I like that a lot. That's super cool. That is that is a great turn of phrase. Yeah. So, weak to fire, weak to ice, um, <laughs> weak to fairy. Uh, I mean, yeah, true. You, you know, yeah, we that's moon blast was a big yeah. I would yeah yeah. yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. I, I jumped in. Sorry. Yeah no no no. Well and 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 so and here's also where I think um, yeah yeah. So so my my guess is that these are probably well of course of of course uh ghost but also probably dark probably ghost and dark type um for for this one um also notably uh uh in sort of japanese uh folklore and mythology uh the the word preta preta however it is if it's a long e or shorty um that's translated as gaki okay and there's a group of these that are rather famously or infamously depicted in the 
Gaki Zoshi, or the Scroll of Hungry Ghosts. Um, and it's a painting from, oh shit, I should have looked this up. It's a painting from, you know, how many ever hundred years ago. Um, and yeah, you see these hungry ghosts that are, <laughs> this is both very funny, but also very sad. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a bunch of humans just out there um, uh, answering nature's call. And these hungry ghosts are just waiting around uh, for the chance to uh, scoop up these turds and then eat them. <laughs> so it's like Snorlax, but with poo. So it's like Snorlax, but with poo. Or what's the what's the other? There's isn't there also like a, a Pokemon that's like just garbage? It's, it's like a it's like a sack of garbage. So there's Garboder, who's a sack of garbage. But there's also again speaking it. This is why this shit should have been recorded. There's um um uh, Guzzlord, and it's literally a Hellmouth. That's I'm what sending I'm thinking you of. A picture yeah. of Guzzlord. Yeah, like literally a giant yeah, all-consuming so... Hellmouth. Right, right, right. So, so I guess it would be like, uh, it is, does that evolve from something? No, it's a legendary. Oh, it's like, okay. Because I was going to say, like, if it, uh, yeah, if you evolved this thing at night, it would maybe turn into a Prita or a, or a Geki or something like that. But, um, uh, but yeah, so again, trying to, trying to have a balanced team composition here, ghost and, and dark. But yeah, I think you're, so like, yeah, if you have any sort of fire or ice and or fairy, um, yeah, I think that's going to obliterate whatever whatever um, I have here. So you're calling him... Uh, oh, okay, I get it, I get it, because he's weak. Okay, I understand. So he's a straight right. ghost then. Yeah, I think I think so. Okay. Yeah, I okay. think he's... Uh, but, um, but yeah, yeah. Right on. Also, that is not Guzzlord. I don't care about Guzzlord, because I found that instead, and... <laughs> That is that is also amazing, and will probably make an appearance on our. Uh, <laughs> if Twitter. I trusted this shop, I would already buy that. <laughs> oh my god! There's a Bulbasaur doing an Arnold pose. There's Bulbasaur <laughs> on an Acrop. Oh my god, Josh! There is Squirtle on a Peck deck machine. <laughs> there's Charmander doing an Arnold double biceps. That's amazing. Oh, there's Sumo Snort listeners. AnimeSupply.com has a series of statues. Oh my god, both Magikarp will haunt my dreams. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm looking through these now. It, okay, that's Psyduck doing the pose. <laughs> Do you see the the just the buff? That Gengar? Magikarp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Magikarp is also horrible, but the Gengar's pretty sweet. Gengar's <laughs> Bench pretty press sweet. Charmander. Oh my god, I should not. Oh, there's your Psyduck. Oh wow, I love Psyduck. <laughs> Did you see the Doug Doug Trio? That's awesome. Yeah, because the one I sent you was the Doug Trio three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, listeners, we're sorry. We're not sorry. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Uh, we need sorry, a Patreon so Josh and I can buy each other. Really, really buff Pokemon statues for each other. <laughs> oh, God. That's amazing. Oh, that's so great. Okay, all right. Anyway. Uh, okay, back at the plot. Back at the um, plot. So, yeah, Mark, your third demon. My third demon is a guy named uh, Forneus. Mm, okay. And he appears as a great sea monster, and he teaches men rhetoric and all languages. Oh, okay, nice. Um, in my mind, I took him to be like a giant, like to be like a Gyarados, but he's more like an eel and he wears like, you know, the peace nez, that little like glasses that sits on your nose bridge. 
Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. He wears one of those because he instructs men in rhetoric and languages. Um, but what happens when you learn something, Josh? You might call it a bolt of inspiration. That's right. I'm tapping Fornius to be like essentially a water electric type. Mm, okay. More right. electric. It, he's going to be one of the um, support ones that set up like a weather move. So he comes in, he's got, you know, drizzle. So it starts raining like Kyogre would do. And then he just spams mm. Thunderbolt that hits every time. I gotcha. Yeah, I yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Forneus, giant Gyarados with a peace nest. <laughs> Man. Okay, well, uh, let's see. Okay, so 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 yours is uh, water and electric? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, a water electric type. Probably more electric than not, but because he was okay. a sea monster, you know. Yeah, no, okay, I think that makes sense. So I think, man, I think this might be one of our more even matchups here. Because um, no real obvious, like, um, add advantages um, or, like, weaknesses here. Um, yeah. Hmm, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess it comes down to whether or not, like... Well, you know what too though? Maybe maybe I'm reading too much into this, but like your guy is harmed by the moon and the sun, so maybe weather effect like boosts him. Unless oh it's no. Sunny out? Yeah, that could be dry skin. Your guy has dry skin. So when it's sunny out, it fucks you up. When it's raining, yeah. you heal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I can yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. I I don't know how the fight plays out, but I'm making backstory and logic <laughs> for years, so we'll take it. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Um, okay. Well, as as those two, maybe yeah, they're they're kind of going off and doing their own thing, and it's just a war of attrition. Um, but hey, we can move on to our to our fourth our fourth picks here. This is a um, war of attrition. If I ever saw it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Regular war eighteen twelve over here. War eighteen twelve. Um, well, my my fourth my fourth uh, poke demon. Uh, is a Vrikolakas, uh, which is a Greek one. Hooray! Yay! Um, uh, and this word comes from a Bulgarian word, uh, meaning like wolf hair, having the hair of a wolf, essentially a werewolf, but slightly different. But slightly okay, different. okay. Um, so a, a Vrikolakas... Um, you can become one of these uh, after death uh, if you lived a sacrilegious life. So, hey, Mark, maybe this is what you and I both have both have coming to us. Uh, <laughs> hey, we found our. Uh, this is what we become. We this is our Greek yoga yeah, that our spirits us. become. Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> uh, or if you died uh, having been excommunicated, uh, if you are buried in unconsecrated ground. Or if you uh, had any sheep meat, if, if, if you ate any sheep meat uh, and the sheep had been wounded or killed by a wolf, then you could be turning into one of these things. Uh, um, I like that a lot. That is, that's also pretty baller. Pretty baller. Um, and apparently after your transformation, um, so I, I know I just mentioned uh, last week saw Renfield. This is like the opposite of the Dracula, though, because... When we think of vampires, they're very, yeah, kind of like pale and thin and lithe. This is the opposite. You like swell up. Um, you, your, your body becomes quote unquote drum-like. 
Um, you don't decay. You gain a, a kind of like reddish, ruddy com- complexion. Okay. Uh, and uh, how you go about um, uh, uh, obtaining your victims is you wait until they're, they've fallen asleep and then you crush or suffocate them by sitting on them. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um, uh, but in order to gain access to these sleeping um, uh, uh, victims or would-be victims, like other sort of vampire werewolfy things, um, you have to be invited in. And so, um, and so folk, folk wisdom has it that a Vricolacas will knock on your door and call out your name, but you don't answer. Don't answer, don't let them in, and then they'll go away. Versus if it's like a human being, they'll knock a second time and then you can go then you can wel- welcome them in. So that's that's kind of the rule of thumb. Oh, interesting. If you hear a knock on your door and somebody calling your name, just like give it the slow walk. Take your time, there's no rush. And then if they truly, if, if it's a person and you really, you know, they, they knock again, knock a second time, that's when you can let them in. Um, uh, much like other sort of vampires, these are, these are very difficult to kill. Um, and you have to essentially destroy the entire body. Um, but fortunately, a Vricolacas um, always makes it a point to rest on Saturday. So Saturday is Vricolacas killing day. Um, and so, yeah, so you find one of these while, while it's resting and you do the exorcism, you do the impaling, you do the beheading, um, you cut the body into pieces and especially cremating. So you, then, then you burn it. Yeah. And that is apparently how you, you go about here. Um, and as far as what type this is, it's, it may sound kind of weird at first, but it totally makes sense, at least to my American wheat beer brain. Um, I think a Rigicolacas is a bug type because it has like mega drain. Okay. It has like life drain, um, yeah. all that stuff. Uh, it's weak to fire because when you try to, when, when, you, when you kill it, you have to like burn it. Right. So yeah, this is like a big, a big bug, a big bug type Pokemon, I think. I fucking love it. That's amazing. That's great, yeah. dude. So yeah, like the big, like what's the, what's the big stupid ladybug looking ones? Letty Bud, Letty On? Yes, yeah. Just like one of those, because they're also <laughs> kind of big and dumb and fat and red. Um, but like that mixed with like a Zubat or something. I don't know. Um, so yeah. <laughs> so that's the, the, the one that you just encounter. That's the like, the spam one that's everywhere that you just grind out against. It's just, yeah, exactly. You just grind out against. And everywhere you go, it's like always like constantly knocking and calling out your name. You just have to ignore it. And just kind of wind your way through the cave or whatever. Um, but, uh, but yeah. A Ooh, I hate my name being echoed in a cave. I really hate that. Yeah, that would suck. Ooh, I that really hate that. Time. That's, ooh, I don't care for that at all. That made my hackles raise, Josh. <laughs> More beer here. <laughs> More beer. <laughs> it's super effective, Josh. You used a nerve, and now I can't drink beer or eat berries. <laughs> Sorry, that's a that's a that's an ability, not a move, I guess. Anyway, nah, you're fine. <laughs> um, what's Pokemon without controversy, Josh? Mm, true. You know, true. um, you and I have grown up around this for years. Uh, Porygon, the Electric Warrior, 
gave kids yep. seizures. Uh, yep. Lavender Town Syndrome convinced the internet that playing this game would kill your kids because they'd commit suicide while they played mm-hmm. Yellow. Um, uh, 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 Jinx showed up in blackface in yep. the beginning. Or there mm-hmm. was that time that Team Rocket tried to groom us by James being in drag and having some just capital <laughs> knockers. Well... <laughs> I got some controversy for you, buddy, because nothing sells games right. like some controversy. Uh, this yep, is yep. this is our regional variant Pokemon. He changes from wherever you get him, whatever GameStop mm. you go and get the uh, code from. It's going to be okay, unique nice. to that. Um, his name is Guisan. He is a Duke of Hell that commands 40 legions of spirits. I also think it's cool that we denote spirits to demons to lesser forms. Mm-hmm. Just so, like, we get ranking on ranking on ranking. That's kind of neat. I almost wish, I wish we could do, like, Civilization Hell version. Ooh, yeah. That'd be no. pretty sweet. Um, anyway. Although, oh. Well, just just also very quickly, there's apparently, um, I think I, I, there's a new, yeah, kind of 4X game, um, much like Civ, that seems to be, that that's like set in, in, a, in a fantasy kind of setting. Okay. Uh, and one of the uh, YouTube channels that I very much enjoy watching, Potato McWhiskey, um, has a whole bunch of Civ games. He's he's like, hey guys, I know I haven't made any Civ videos, any Civ Let's Plays in like a month, because I've been playing this other game instead, and it's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And so again, right, we, we talked about delaying the gratification of buying video games. Because uh, uh, yeah, I don't... This is another one. I don't know if I'm going to be able to... to uh, resist that for long but this is um age of wonders four that's what it's called and it's oh apparently... i saw that popping up on reddit yeah i was gonna yeah. check that one out yeah apparently it's really good but again i have a dissertation to write i'm gonna have zelda to play in two weeks so i'm just i'm just gonna just gonna let that right out but anyway sorry sorry no not at all um so he uh, does his demons. Already talked about. Or did I talk about that? He's got forty legions of spirits. Doesn't matter. I'll say mm. it again. Mm-hmm. Um, he mm-hmm. also speaks of all things past, present, and future. Ooh, that'd be helpful. And he takes the appearance of a baboon or a foreigner. And this is where you get the regional variant. You get a racist white caricature depending on the region, and that gives you a second type. So it's a normal type plus a word, whatever it is, where you got it from. So let's say that you got it from South America. It's going to be a fire type because, you know, they are mucho caliente down that way. Let's say you got it out mm. of uh, Norway. Well, it's going to be an ice type because, hey, it's Norway. Okay. Yeah, you know, you got it from Brazil. Well, it's going to be a grass type because the Amazon. I don't know. You fill in your own deal there. Make it however, you know, dumb and caricature you want, but that's the point. We got to, like, it's cool in one spot, but it's not cool anywhere else, and we need to, like, recapture that magic. Yeah, no, I can I can see that. So, so yeah. yeah, it is. It's sort of a... Yeah, it, it, it is a demon du jour. Like, just wherever you happen to summon it, like, he just, he just pops up right there and is and is a part of the part of the locals yeah yeah um what is it um Vavillion. the it's like a bug pokemon it's got like 23 different uh types and the point was to trade them all across the pokemon games to get them from all different corners of the world same thing with this guy but you know i really hope we can get like the fighting type is super italian and he's like more of a like 
Mario X boxer type kind of guy. You know what I mean? Mm, I gotcha. I gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, or something. I don't know. How, however, you need to define like almost offensive caricatures in your demon Pokemon game <laughs> to drive sales and controversy. Well, that's how you do it. He doesn't show up in my team. I don't use him for like, you know, what do you call that? Um, strategy, but I'm also kind of trying to hit mm. the big points of Pokemon. And that's a huge one is regional variants. Yeah. Yeah. You will, cause I, cause I think that's, yeah, that was also definitely something that, uh, became more of a, more of a feature of the Pokemon games. As they went to all these different places and all that too, like who was this? You know, I was I was, I was chatting with somebody. Uh, and this was a while ago. Yeah, like someone was like, "Hey, post a GIF of your favorite Pokemon," and so I did. I posted a GIF of uh, uh, Farfetch'd, and then this guy was like, "Man, that Surfetch'd though," and I was like, "That's right, that's right." Like the whatever the the Pokemon plaid and. Tartan. It, no, it, it was Sword and Shield. I know it was Sword and Shield. I'm making fun here. Uh, but yeah, like, having Surfetched was for us diehard Farfetch'd fans. Because it's like, no, nah, you just got to wait for like that regional Farfetch'd. And then you get this amazing hunk of a man. <laughs> hey, baby. Yeah. <laughs> What do you, what do you got for me, buddy? No, it's uh, sorry, sorry. No, I know this is. This it's just is so about... easy to get so silly, and Wook bait is also just so strong and yeah, and super no, I, I was effective. just gonna say they're this is they they use their silliness to exp- ex- to restore HP, like yeah, no, this is this is the part in our episodes where yeah, our our HPs have been whittled down, and we keep. Popping potions, but some, but sometimes those potions pop back. Um, but anyway, um, so my fifth, my penultimate uh, Pokédemon, um, and again, also kind of getting loose with this term, um, uh, but this is Aklis, uh, and her name, here's one for the ladies, her name means mist. Ooh, um, okay. So, so a Vrikolakas is sort of like a more kind of modern contemporary Greek uh, um, uh, demon devil thing. Uh, but Adaklis goes all the way back to those crazy classical Greeks. Um, and she is mentioned most, most directly uh, in this sort of lost poem, The Shield of Heracles, which is attributed to uh, Hesiod. Okay. Um, and... Uh, uh, Adaklis um, is thought to be the personification of sorrow um, and her name Mist refers to the fog that descends on mortals' eyes as they are dead and dying. Oh, wow. So in the, so in the Iliad, uh, I think it's Sarpedon gets, gets messed up pretty bad. And, 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 and there's a line about mist descending on his eyes. Um, I think in the Odyssey, when Odysseus finally gets back to Ithaca and he's killing all the suitors, I think, I think one of them talks about having, having the mist descend on his eyes as he's, as dying. Um, but in this sort of, uh, uh, epic poem that we think Hesiod wrote, or we attribute to him, um, this is how she is described, uh, quote, beside them 
um, talking about the fates, the, the Moirai, beside them stood Death Mist, which is a great name, uh, gloomy and dread, pallid, parched, cowering in hunger, thick need. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thick need. Or doesn't skip leg need. day. Really hitting those extensions. Gotcha. Yeah, I guess so. Long claws were under her hands. From her nostrils flowed mucus. From her cheeks, blood was dripping down onto the ground. She stood there, grinning dreadfully, and much dust, wet with tears, lay upon her shoulders. And so that's a translation by Rouse. Jesus. Yeah, so she seems pretty gnarly. Um, uh, a little bit later on, as she was received by later authors, um, she also kind of gets... Uh, imputed with uh, uh, witchcraft and like witchy powers. Um, so much later, so so the shield of Heracles and uh, Hesiod, that was like 700s, 600s BCE. Much later in the 400s CE, um, there was a writer, Nonus, who uh, wrote a piece known as the Dionysicia that says that Aeclus is, 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 yeah, sort of a witch and uh, she has a potion that can turn humans um, into horned centaurs. So that's also pretty sweet. Oh, shit. Um, okay. That's cool. Yeah. So, so yeah, pretty, pretty sweet. Um, and so she kind of strikes me as, uh, as again, another hybrid type. Uh, uh, water and poison kind of makes sense to me. Okay. Because, um, like, the mist, you know, that, that sort of clearly... Seems seems to be like a water thing to me, and then yeah, poison. Um, she has all of her junk flowing out of her nose, and she also can turn people into centaurs. Uh, so uh, so yeah, that's my that's my fifth. That's my fifth Pokedemon. Right on. I like that. That's cool. Yeah, pretty sweet. Yeah, I also it kind of makes me think of like so you know um like mega evolutions that popped up in what five i want to say yeah six gen six i think with kalos um Mm. point is some of these guys from like gen three and four they got these mega evolutions and it made them cooler like swampert or lopany so like where this guy was getting (laughs) written about in the 400 or in the 700s then it was later getting written about in the 400s and it kind of got like Mm. a little bit of a bump and little did you know mark you Totally anticipated my last pick, but of course that I for, fucking did. It wouldn't be a two wizards if we're one of us didn't ruin the other one's ending. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> wouldn't be an episode. Wouldn't be an episode. <laughs> wouldn't um, be a fucking episode. <laughs> okay, but at any rate, who's at any your rate. fifth? Who, who's your fifth uh, uh, pick there? Uh, my fifth. Wow, book bait. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Bathin. He is a mighty and strong Duke of Hell. He is so strong that he appears as a big buff man with the tail of a snake, uh, and he is often seen riding on a pale horse. He has great knowledge of all precious stones and herbs, and he has the ability to teleport a man across country instantly. Now, I might summon this dude anyway, Josh, because quite frankly, Bathin sounds like a lot of fun. We can go rock hounding. He can show me, like, the dankest, like, bud to get. He can take me to, like, the choicest hops on Mount Blanca and then instantly yeah. help me pick them and then transport them to you in Columbus. Like, we could be buddies. We could go work out after this. Like, it'd be great. 
I sure could have used this guy when I was stranded in Provo, Utah for... Goddamn right. For yeah. half a day. Jeez. Oh, man. No, this guy does sound the best. Goddamn. He sounds like... Just... It's kind of generally sounds like a lot of fun. Also, I broke into my peanut butter milk stout. Oh, very nice. Man. I could go for peanut butter milk stout. <laughs> so good. Anyway, sorry. Sorry, sorry. I know the green-eyed monster. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. It, it's pretty good. It's pretty all right. Um... <laughs> Anyway, Bathin, um, I might summon him anyway. He sounds like a lot of fun. Um, yeah. But okay. I'm taking him to be a fighting type, dur, because he's big and buff, but also a poison mm-hmm. type. And Oh, okay. So my rationale for this comes from, number one, his knowledge of all things like herbal, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. But also he's seen riding a pale horse. So, like, let's cross over a little bit. And I looked and beheld a pale horse, and the name that sat on him was, you know, Death. Because the, the, the pale horse is Death, the Kame no Kaze, the, the yellow demon of wind yeah. that blows through and poisons the Japanese countryside. True, true. Here we go again. Yellow is poison. Pale is poison. It's, white people might be poison. Huh. <laughs> huh. Um, doesn't matter. Um, I also reckon that this guy would be a real bitch in double and triple battles because I also got to the point here. I was like, you were pretty competitive at Pokemon for triple battles. Talk about that a little bit. So yeah, he's going to be my, um, fighting poison setup guy. Like that's really good. Yeah. Give him like Venice shock. And this will become clear with my last guy here, but like, you know, if they've already taken damage, they take double damage this turn because, oh, they're poisoned or, oh, they're spikes right. or, oh, there's a sandstorm. <laughs> no, I was a bitch really to play good, Pokemon man. with Josh. Oh, my God. I was a real bitch. Anyway, what do you got, buddy? <laughs> no, that's right. Okay, so um, rounding out my last one. And this is saving my one from a proper grimoire um, uh, th- th- this is the one that I picked up from the uh, pseudo monarchia. Uh, this is Beleth, um, and Beleth is a king of hell with eighty-five legions of demons under his command. <laughs> so, that's, so eighty-five by five thousand is yeah, that's four hundred twenty-five thousand t- demons under his command. Yeah, that is a that is a ton. That is a ton. <laughs> This dude is busy. Um, this dude is busy. Um, uh, Beleth also apparently rides a pale horse, um, and 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 is preceded or accompanied or you know he's coming um, when you hear all sorts of strange music. So if you hear like sort of weird kind of funky music, it's Ooh. like ah, here comes Beleth. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Um, apparently Noah's son Ham. Invoked Beleth after the flood, and uh, Beleth helped Ham write a book on mathematics. <laughs> all right, cool. Which that's okay, all fine, all good, whatever. Um, uh, Beleth, for being a king of hell and having yeah almost a quarter million demons uh, under his under his, under his command, uh, he 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 can be commanded. He, you can still summon him, conjure him. Um, but apparently Beleth appears just just super horrifying and hideous and frightening in order to scare off the conjurer so that Beleth won't actually have to do what you need him to do. 
Um, but apparently, in order to to uh, uh, complete this ritual, uh, you you hold a hazel wand in your hand. Okay. Uh, and you draw a triangle by striking south, east, and then upwards. So yep. I guess that would be work, beat, sound. You don't do the fierce, but you go work, beat, sound, and that's that. That's part of it. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's the triangle. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, l- listeners, if you did not understand that, uh, go to YouTube and look up the Yes Dance, and then you'll understand part of that joke. Go um, read the deepest grimoires of YouTube magic. <laughs> the comment section. Um, but if that oh, doesn't oh, work, yeah. if if the hazel wand does not quite work, well, what you can also do is apparently. Uh, have a silver ring on the middle finger of your left hand and hold that against Beleth's face, which is apparently enough to pay the due respect uh, to to it, I guess, as a king of hell. Um, well, silver with, is holy, so you would compel. That's the bigger thing, too. Beleth is a stronger right. demon, so you need to also use like a physical like thing to right. beat him down. Yeah. Right, 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 right. This um, is your legendary bird that you also have to like put to sleep, freeze, or paralyze before you can ultra ball him at one HP. You got to like do a little bit extra. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You have to do all the status effects, all that stuff. Um, and at least according to an illustration from the Dictionnaire Infernal uh, by Jacques Colin de Plancy, um, uh, Jacques depicts Beleth as a cat. Uh, who's like playing a who's who's like playing a trumpet thing, and so the only th- that the thing that immediately comes to my mind is okay. Well, if if there's a picture if, if there's a depiction of Beleth as a cat, and there's this thing about like silver, um, and yeah, commanding all the commanding all these legions, being a king of hell, this strikes me as some sort of mega evolved meowth. <laughs> okay okay <laughs> all right and so 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 yes that, that that is why i said you 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 anticipated that i was keeping in reserve a mega evolution um <laughs> and then i was also kind of looking too because like are there regional like yeah because because there's a, a lowland meowth which is a little which isn't quite the same i don't know if that's quite the same and then there's yeah. the the one that turns into like the Berserk cat or something like that. Berserker, um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, that's right. Um, but no, I, I think this is. I think this is just your regular standard meowth that mega evolves into a king of hell. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, what's a better like which is familiar than a cat? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I think you might win the award for um, paid closest attention to the spirit of the assignment for tonight, Josh. Well done, buddy. <laughs> Ah, well, thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> giant meowth. <laughs> giant, giant meowth. It says, meowth, that's right. And then you, like, distract him, right? You, like, wave this this kind of, like, wand around. And his eyes get super dilated. And then you flash flash a little coin at him, flash your silver ring at him, and then, boom, there you, there you are. <laughs> Boleth, that's correct. Um, 
Oh shit! I didn't even think about that. That Belleth and Meowth. They both end in both end in th. God, damn. see, look at you go, man. Even better. <laughs> not even. Not Bel- even. I'm being a Belleth. That's right. I think I'm fucking hammered. Honestly, I'm just being a goofball. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are those are the best. Those are the best two wizards. Okay, so who is rounding out your sixth and final uh, Pokédemon team? Number one, I just realized that I'm drinking out of left hand brewing. Um, <gasps> the Lima is a left handed path school. Fucking a! Oh, <laughs> it's all Christ. there, dude. Whoa, it's all that there. Was weird. Sorry, um, <laughs> listeners. This is a moment of aporia for me. Um, finally, Josh. Speaking of my last guy, who I was like, let's get competitive. Let's get shitty. Let's make our mm. listeners realize that Mark was no fun to play with. Um, doubles and triple battles. You cannot ignore your hazard setups. Mm. Um, it's a big part of the meta game. Like. You throw Toxic Spikes, you throw Stealth Rock, you throw, you know, maybe a weather thing like Sandstorm. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's it's the new strategy. It's how you play Pokemon these days, because one-on-one just doesn't exist. So to that end, mm-hmm. I am tapping, um, Glace, er, sorry, yeah, Glassa Labalos as my final mm-hmm. pick tonight. My final pick tonight. He is a mighty president, president and earl of hell who appears mm-hmm. as a winged dog, which looks cool as shit he will teach all arts and sciences instantly and he also literally wrote the book on bloodshed and manslaughter (laughs) now i want you to go back to our hellhounds episode when you named cerberus the three-headed dog that guards hell mouth Mm -hmm. (laughs) mouth Mm -hmm. (laughs) the three-headed dog as being bronze voiced Yes. Cal- what, what is it? Calcaphonos, I want to say, was the yes. word you used? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. As being bronze voiced. Therefore, I am taking that uh, Glacia Labalos is a um, flying steel type. Mm, nice. Very and nice. he exists only to annoy. I assume he has the Sandstream ability, which whips up a sandstorm as soon as he enters the battlefield. He also yep, has better. Whirlwind, which will swap out your Pokemon, Josh, as well as oh, Toxic yeah. Spikes and Stealth Rock, which he will throw your Pokemon into when he switches them out. And I know what you're thinking. Boyle, we're three on three. I can just, you know, maybe tag him out and hurt this goddamn winged, bronze-throated, hell-flying beast. Well, Josh jokes on you because he also knows Roost, so you just can't hurt him. You got nothing. Mm. Yes. Yes, Josh. This is literally the build that I used for Skarmory in my competitive team. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no one else needs to know that. But yes, that is my last guy tonight. Uh, Glaysa Labolas. My setup support three-man. Make the guy you're playing with rage quit because the whirlwind <laughs> is just... It's so shitty. You just like, one, two, three. They come in, poison spikes hit the stealth rock and then they just swap back out and it's great. It's so great. That's amazing. That's so throw on that's a so toga cool. chick with like a pair of flinch toga chicks. So like you're just hitting rock slide and everybody. So they're just like flinching as soon as they come out. It's, <laughs> it's so bad. I, Oh, I was such a dick to play Pokemon with. Anyway, that is my last one. That is my deepest cuts. What else no, you got for me, buddy? Like round. No, I, me. No, yeah, I no, I I love it. I think it's great, and, and, and yeah, there is there is that sort of. I'm I'm glad that you went there because I'm still I'm I'm still too kind of 
like soft and gushy, like, oh no, you know, it's just teehee, just so long as everyone's having fun. But you're over there truly saying, I want to be the very best. <laughs> and I'm going to... to ruin days. Dun, dun, right, dun. right. It's exactly. So, so no, I think, man, I think we had a ton of fun uh, uh, drafting our, our teams up. And yes, we'll go play uh, Shin, Shin, Ten, Shin, Shin Megami Tensei. Shingen. Yeah, that, that thing. We'll go do that. <laughs> that That's on thing. Switch. That's fine. Other takeaway from this episode is... Um, yeah, I still just need to play a whole bunch of video games, but, uh, that's all right. That's okay. Um, well, but that's also what we were saying too, right? In our, in our Pokemon loose robes, talking about how it's pretty much yokai, um, and, and the yokai uh, attack games, all this other stuff too. So there is this long tradition, um, cross-culturally as well of humans wanting to, um, uh, I, I guess the only word that's coming to mind is exploit. That 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 they, they want to uh, uh, command and exploit these other lesser but also more powerful creatures um, to do their bidding. Whether it's writing a mathematics book or learning languages or teaching liberal arts or um, or 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 doing battle in an arena. So, like I. I know we have been doing this a lot lately. Um, I, I I think we may have to come back to Immortal Kombat Part Three and maybe maybe look up some more demons and monsters and stuff because this was this was a ton of fun, man. Join us next time when we do uh, Civ Seven via <laughs> Angels and Demons. Absolutely. Yeah. If yeah. if you pick, you know, Michael to be your guy, you get a plus two boost to combat strength, but you get a negative one to science. Versus if yeah. you pick uh, Beelzebub, um, yeah, no, natural wonders are plus three science, but dude, your your loyalty per city, like the further you get out from yeah, capital, just it just drops. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So, Lord so, the no, Flies I, okay. has got to swarm. Yes. <laughs> God, Josh, exactly. can we just like make a fucking four X really quick? I like, think I, I think we did. I, th- I know I, you, I know you need to go do you know doc, I need doctoral to do this stuff. shit. I, need I, know, this stuff. I know, I know, but maybe <laughs> maybe not. Listeners, join us next week when Josh and I launch our brand new sixty four bit tower defense strategy. I don't fucking yeah. know. <laughs> well, no, Pokemon, but, but good, evil, demons, Walpurgis, knocked. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All this stuff. Well, but also, listeners, this is where we would love to hear from you because if this is something that you want us to follow up on, so yes, we, you know, the the, the first time around we did kind of Mortal Kombat. This time we did more Pokemon. What would be another good video game, either like genre or franchise? Um, yeah, to to form the basis of our of our Immortal Kombat Part Three, uh, we would love to hear from you. Um, we would love to hear from your own. Uh, Poke Demon teams. Do you have like a uh, 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 lethal combination of six demons or monsters? I, I know I kind of dipped somewhat into the monster territory with mine, but um, but we we do want to hear from you. So send an email to two wizards podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at two wizards pod c one. We're on Facebook and we're on Instagram. Uh, Mark is still doing some some great stuff, finding some some choice images 
to uh, to uh, uh, punctuate our episode releases. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some great ones uh, with this as well. I um, might have downloaded we... a pixel art app on my computer, and I'm trying to dabble <gasps> into pixel art. Who knows? Let's what's go, happening? dude. Who fucking knows Let's what we're doing? Go. That is it. That's incredible. I love that so much. Oh god, that's sweet. Um, hell, I'll I'll commission you to, to do stuff. I'll just pay you to make make pixel art for me. <laughs> You'll just pay um, me to do this and <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, yeah, uh, come come find me on Twitter and say hi to me. Uh, you can find me at Plaid Barbarian. Uh, and Mark is also doing some great things with uh, with our with our sister and brother podcast. I guess I, I think that's what we kind of decided. That's what we landed on last time. Um, so yeah, Mark, what are what have those things been up to? Um, yeah, those other things. Uh, number one, I can't wait to show my kids a weekly cinematic rewatch, review, revisitation they're in with me and my buddy Brad. We look at movies that were fundamental to one or the other of us, but the other of us missed. But then we answer that super important question of, well, when can I show this to my kids? Brad has two children ages eight months and four years, and I have an imaginary son that ranges between four years and seven years, depending on the situation and context. Uh, this <laughs> week, talking about Pokemon battles and all things Japanese and cool, we watched Godzilla vs. Hedora. Oh, nice. Which is nice. a super great movie. Um, that was a really fun episode. Or you can find us on our older, bigger brother slash sister podcast the dangle podcast where me and my buddy johnny take two episodes of king of the hill and we talk about it and we see if it still holds up and then we rate and review it um this week it was oh josh we're in season nine and things are getting bleak um this week we have mutual of omabois the one where hank realizes that he has no insurance and bill and boom have our deep fry shit and taken or care taken care sorry didn't do, do this again and care taken care of business. That's the that's the one where Luann starts fucking lucky, and it's all downhill. And yeah. you might know, being a longtime listener, that I'm in love with Luann Platter, and now my rival Lucky has shown up, and I am made to wear the horns of the cuckold. But that doesn't matter. <laughs> you can also find me, Marky Stardust. And before we leave tonight, Josh, I would like to give you your license to depart. <clears throat> oh, thou spirit, plaid barbarian. Thou hast diligently answered unto my demands and had been very willing, ready and willing to come at my call. I do here license thee to depart upon thy proper place without causing harm or danger to man or beast. Depart, then I say to you, plaid barbarian and our good listeners, be thou ready to come to my call next week, being duly exercised and conjured to the sacred rites of magic, that you might come again to glare into the void with me so that our listeners do not have to. I charge us to withdraw peaceably and quietly, and the peace of God be ever continued between thee and me. I, amen. Thank you for listening, everybody. We love you all, everyone. Remember, guys, do what thou wilt is the whole of the law, love under law, love under will. All you witches and wizards and warlocks and everything in between, we're wishing you a happy Walpurgis Noct and mm -hmm. a productive Beltane and a wonderful May Eve. Josh, all this is to say, go smash your lady tonight because the veil is the thinnest. And that's how you make that good magic is through sex ritual. Thank you for no. listening. My name is Mark and I have been a wizard. And my name is Josh. And I am a wizard. Uh, go, go, do a, do a turn around the maypole for us, everybody, and take care. 
upon his back, and afterwards I killed 